Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 22, Massage Postpartum, Put Those Hands to Good Use. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello, 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 my friend. Welcome to another podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here today. I have such a fun topic set up for you today. I want to talk about massage and how it is so underutilized in the postpartum period. I'm gonna teach you the top three ways that you can use massage to make your postpartum time a little bit more breezy, a little bit um, smooth sailing for you. And the first tip you're gonna recognize, the second tip you probably will recognize And the third tip is going to be a little bit more brand new information for you. So I'm going to spend less time on the first couple of tips and more time on the last couple. So there's a lot of good stuff coming for you in this episode today. I have to start by telling you that these podcasts are relatively easy to put together and record and publish to get to all of you, but they take up a lot of storage room. By the time I get a couple of them saved on my laptop, (laughs) I was already like on the edge with very little to no storage on my laptop. I bought a MacBook Air a couple of years ago when I first was getting started in the lactation world. This was back, let's see, this would have been 2017 when I started doing in-home consults with families. And it was tricky because um, I couldn't chart or keep track of notes while I was at a client's house. All I had was my phone. My iPad didn't really work properly for what I needed it to as far as charting went. And so I needed something a little bit more robust. So I went out and bought a laptop, which I never thought I would have a laptop, but it changed everything for me when it came to my lactation work. I could chart in between homes. I felt so much better prepared. I could make notes while I was consulting with my client in their home. And I just had such better track of everything. It made my life so much easier, not only during consults, but also when I got home from a consult, I had a lot of follow-up paperwork to do and I would send follow-up emails to my client and just say, hey, this is what we talked about. This is our care plan going forward for the next couple of days. This is kind of our, you know, how we're gonna attack the problems (laughs) that we're dealing with right now. And before I had a laptop, I would have to go downstairs, turn on my computer, sit and chart and send my follow-up emails. And at the time I had really um, young kids. So I would only go do consults late at night. 
So by the time I drove home from a consultation, you know, it was very rare that I went to someone's house that just lived five minutes away. Very often I was driving 30 minutes away, sometimes longer, sometimes less, but it seemed like it usually took about 30 minutes for me to get to someone's house. Um, so by the time I got home, it was always so, so late and there was nothing more painful than having to sit <laughs> at a desk to chart. All I wanted to do was go lay in my bed. So anyway, what I'm trying to get to is this MacBook Air has served me so, so well over the last couple of years, but now that I'm kind of transitioning into some different work as an IBCLC, it's, um, not quite robust enough. <laughs> for what I'm needing. And actually the last time I was recording an episode, mid-sentence, memory ran out and it stopped recording. Oh, it was such a pain. So now that my business is getting a little bit more income, I was like, hey, I don't have much money coming in, but I really think it would be worth my time <laughs> to take some of this income and put it towards a new laptop with more storage so that I am not struggling to get these episodes recorded for you all because this is so fun to be able to connect with you. Hundreds and even thousands of you are listening into these episodes. And it's so exciting to think of you listening um, as you're going about your business and how I get to chat with you. Such a fun, fun thing that I'm so honored that you get to spend this time with me, that you would spend this time with me. And I don't take this lightly. So as always, I have these top three tips prepared for you. I like to really put as much information into these episodes as possible because I like to keep them short and to the point because that's how I function best. <laughs> I'm kind of a like, let's just get straight to the facts. So here we go. Let me tell you my top three tips of how you can make massage work in your favor in the postpartum time. Now my first tip for you is um, massaging your fundus after birth. Of course, I have to throw this in because I did teach childbirthing classes for a lot of years. I also worked on a postpartum unit for five years as a registered nurse, and I massaged a lot of funduses. <laughs> a lot of funduses. Now, you may be listening saying like, Brie, I don't even know what you're talking about. What the heck is a fundus? Let me tell you, at the top of your uterus, the very, very top part, that is called your fundus. Now your uterus grows and stretches and expands quite a bit when you are pregnant. And after you give birth, it takes some time for that uterus to shrink back down to its pre-pregnancy size. But it's really important that it does that because if not, it can put you at risk for things like postpartum hemorrhage. And all that means is that you just bleed a little bit too much after your baby is born. Some bleeding is normal after you have a baby, of course, but there is a point where it becomes too much bleeding. One thing your nurse can help you do, um, and she will do it for you, and also your healthcare provider, is to massage your fundus and get it back to its pre-pregnancy size. Now, I'm not, not going to spend a ton of time on this topic, 
Um, but you will get to know this pretty well after you have a baby. Your nurse is going to be massaging your fundus pretty regularly after you give birth. And, you know, don't worry about it too much. For some women, it just feels like a bit of pressure. For others, it can be a little uncomfortable, but just know that your nurse is helping you to decrease your chance of hemorrhage and get that uterus back to its pre-pregnancy size. Okay, so tip number one didn't have a lot to do with what you will be doing with your hands. Um, but tip number two and three absolutely will have to do with that. So tip number two is how to massage your breasts through engorgement. This is so, so important. If you don't know what engorgement is, this is when your milk comes in in a little bit more quantity and more volume. Of course, you have breast milk in the very beginning. Your colostrum is breast milk, but a little bit more volume starts to come in around day two to day five. That is triggered when your placenta is delivered from your uterine wall. It is pulled away from your uterine wall. It causes a shift in hormones in your body, and that tells your body to start making more milk. So you'll know that you are experiencing engorgement if your breasts feel a little bit more full and a little bit more uncomfortable than normal. Now, of course, you're going to want to do things like nurse early and often and make sure that your baby is just getting unrestricted access to the breast as much as possible. But there's things that you can do past this to help your body get through engorgement even faster. One of those would be uh, applying a cool compress for up to 20 minutes before nursing. And what you can also do if your baby's having trouble latching because your breasts are so full and uncomfortable is you can hand express and let a little bit of air out of the balloon. If you don't know how to hand express, just hop on over to my Instagram. I have an entire highlight bubble saved on my bio that is dedicated towards hand expression because it is so, so important. It's a basic breastfeeding 101 skill to have in your tool belt. But of course, I'm going to talk to you about breast massage for engorgement because that is what tip number two is all about. And breast massage is so, so excellent for engorgement. Now, let me tell you what I normally see happen. Moms during this period when their breasts just feel so full and so uncomfortable, they're kind of nervous to touch their breasts at all. Um, they kind of are just wanting to leave them alone <laughs> and wait till engorgement passes through. But if you do that, it's going to take a little bit longer to get through engorgement. Instead, if you take care of your breasts and you respond to them, you will get through engorgement in less time and with less discomfort. So the whole idea behind breast massage and why it is so useful is engorgement isn't just about breast milk in your breasts. 
It also is your body sending extracellular fluid to your breasts saying, okay, we're here. How can we help? <laughs> the only problem is, is that all that extracellular fluid is kind of just causing a traffic jam in your breasts and making it so things are a little backed up, a little clogged up, and it doesn't feel so great either. So the beautiful thing about breast massage is it gently guides that extracellular fluid out of your breast so that your breast milk can come a little bit more easily out of your nipple and you're not feeling so full and so uncomfortable. So of course, this is also a highlight bubble saved on my Instagram where you can go watch all about breast massage. Again, it's a very, very basic that I want to make sure that you know through your breastfeeding journey, but pretty much what you do is you're gently massaging up and over your breast, And then with your other hand, you're going back towards your armpit. You're involving your whole breast as you massage. You're not doing anything deep or painful because your breasts are very glandular. We don't want to do any damage. So I like to describe it as the pressure of petting a cat. <laughs> not too gentle, not too hard, but you're gently guiding that extracellular fluid out of your breast back towards your armpit and saying, hey, thanks for coming to hang out and help but your assistance is no longer needed, so you may leave now. You may be asking, well, would it make sense to just hook up a breast pump to just move things that way? Well, what happens with a breast pump, especially in those first couple of days when you're feeling engorged, is that pump just kind of pulls more of that fluid forward and causes even more of a traffic jam. So I'm gonna tell you right now, the best thing that's going to help you through is to do some breast massage and that is going to get you through engorgement so much more quickly so that your breasts are not feeling so full and engorged. Remember, usually by day 10, you're through that engorgement. If you take good care of your breasts and massage them and feed your baby frequently, then you will get engor through engorgement even quicker. But just remember, just because your breasts have softened and they're not full, so full of milk constantly, it does not mean that your milk supply is gone. It just means that your body has figured out what to do and things are great. Your supply is exactly where it needs to be. So feel so confident about that. All right. I want to make sure I leave time for tip number three because it is my favorite and it is put those hands to work to massage your baby. Oh guys, I love talking about baby massage. It is such a fun thing to do between caregiver and child. And the thing that I really love is that I talk a lot about breastfeeding, but you don't even need to be a breastfeeding mom or a breastfeeding family to enjoy the benefits of baby massage. Every family in the entire world can benefit from baby massage, no matter how they feed their baby. So I want to tell you a little bit about some of the benefits of baby massage and why you're going to want to make sure that you throw this into your postpartum routine, because it is going to be so good for you and your baby. So the four things that, um, that I want to tell you about are massage helps your baby with interaction, relaxation, 
stimulation and relief. Okay, so let me break each of those down. So in the category of interaction, massage is so good for you and your baby to improve bonding. That's really the whole point of it. That's why I don't massage babies. Every time I teach baby massage, I'm just massaging my baby doll because I don't want to be the one to bond with your baby. I want you to be the one to bond with your baby. And of course, any time that you spend it with your baby, touching your baby skin to skin, you are both releasing oxytocin, which is that feel good hormone, which helps with bonding. It helps you just feel love towards each other. And it helps your baby um, form a secure attachment with you. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? (laughs) And think about when your baby is in front of you, they can't see um, too far away. So when you're getting close with baby massage and looking them in the eyes, your baby is paying attention to your facial expressions, to the way that your mouth moves when you talk to her. She is basically just imitating everything that you are doing, and that is helping her learn how to be in this world and how to grow and develop as she should. Okay, so the second one, relaxation, is probably not going to be too far-fetched for you (laughs) to believe about massage because it's probably the same reason that you like to go get a massage, right? Because it's so good for relaxation. So massage has been shown to help calm fussy babies. Um, It has been shown to help babies get better sleep. It teaches them to self-regulate. And of course, it releases oxytocin, our favorite feel-good hormone. Okay, but the third one, stimulation, you may not know about this. It helps to improve your baby's circulation. It tones her GI tract and it boosts muscle development. Oh, so, so good. Such good health benefits for your baby. And then the last one, relief. It helps your baby to have less gas, less constipation, less teething pain, and less growing pain. Oh, such good things for your baby. So you can see how that interaction, relaxation, stimulation, and relief, how those all four work together so well to just make massage time such a big bang for your buck. (laughs) That makes sense when it comes to spending time with your baby because massage doesn't have to be anything long or drawn out. It could just be a couple minutes. I love to teach families a three minute massage. That's one tiny little section of my baby um, massage online course because you can hit on every single body area in just three minutes and get all of these good benefits. These are just some of, of the be- of the benefits, by the way, you guys. These are not all of the benefits when it comes to massage. I just picked out some of the most well-known ones. Oh, so, so good. So have I convinced you to put those hands to good work after you have your baby? We're gonna be massaging your fundus, massaging your breasts, and massaging your baby. Are you in? Such a good time. I wanted to leave you with one extra bonus before we wrap up. I want to tell you about some of my favorite baby massage strokes that are just so easy to do. All you need are your hands, 
a little bit of massage oil and just a couple of minutes. I mean, it really could be no easier than that. And of course your baby's going to love it because she gets to spend time with you. She gets to hang out with you. And what could be better in the entire world for your little one? You are her happy place. This is also so fun for partners and dads to do because it's a great way for them to bond with your baby, especially if you are breastfeeding. Um, this is a great way for your partner to still feel so involved and feel like they can be a, such an important part of helping with the well-being of your baby. Okay, so these are some of my favorites. So the first one is the thumb press. Did you know that your baby has 72,000 nerve endings on her feet? So anytime that you massage your baby's feet, you are having a positive effect on her entire body. So to do this one, you can just take your baby's feet. You can use the pads of your finger and you just kind of march, 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 march all over the bottom of your baby's foot. You don't have to go in any specific order or any specific pattern. You're just gently pressing on the soles of your baby's feet all around from their heel to the top of their foot, marching around with the pads of your fingers. And then you can do the other foot as well. Another one of my favorites, jaw circles. This is such a good one for teething pain. It's so simple. You just find where the two jaw muscles meet on your baby's face and you're just going to gently do some massage circles right where those two jaw, jaw bones meet. And that's just one simple way that you can help release some tension in your baby's face. And remember, you're also releasing oxytocin, which is that feel good hormone. This is one simple way that you can help your baby through some teething pain. Of course, I also have to mention one of my favorite strokes, the I love you. If you're already in my crew on my email list, then hey, you already have this stroke sitting in your inbox. I'm sure you use it all the time because not only is this stroke super effective on babies, but it works well on people of all ages toddlers, elementary school kids, adults, teens, elderly, everybody. <laughs> and so if you don't already know how to do this stroke, you guys have got to get on my email list. All it does is just follow simple anatomy, how your little GI tract goes up, over, down, and out. It teaches you a very simple massage stroke where you are simply just helping to work out any gas or um, constipation that might be stuck in there with just some simple massage, massage strokes and using your hands. Oh, you guys are going to love it. And again, these strokes are effective on all ages. So not only is it so fun to learn on your little babies, but you can use these strokes for years to come. My kids, are a bit older. They're nine, seven, and five. And I still use these same massage strokes on them. They actually ask to be massaged every single night. They love it. And I don't do it very long with them, just a couple of minutes. And it's just an easy and quick way to help them settle down and calm down before bedtime. All right. 
This is so good. Hopefully you are on board for all things massage after listening to this podcast. Again, take what information feels right to you and apply it to your life. If there's something that doesn't sound right for your situation, then you can leave it. No big deal. This podcast is just all about bringing you, bringing to the table some information that could be helpful for easing your parenting journey. You are so amazing. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with me today. Of course, I have to tell you, you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. 